0: Welcome to George Fox's Sources of Strength podcast episode, Sources of Strength is an upstream suicide prevention initiative that focuses on cultivating support systems and help seeking behaviors to promote mental health and well-being. My name is Angelique Peroni, and I'm a junior here at George Fox, majoring in exercise science and psychology. I'm a proud member of the Sources of Strength team here at George Fox, as well as their treasurer. I'm so excited to be your host today. Today, I will be interviewing my friend, Bailey Sherwood, who is also on the Sources of Strength team with me. Bailey is a junior here at George Fox, majoring in studio art. Bailey has been a very supportive and encouraging friend to me here at Fox, and I am very honored and excited to have her with us on the podcast today. Welcome, Bailey, to the Sources of Strength podcast.
1: Hello. Thank you for having me. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. Yeah, this is really fun. And, and thank you for, it was a, a lovely introduction. I really <laughs> appreciate that. Um, that's really cool. <laughs> thank you.
0: Um, so jumping right into it for my first question, uh, do you have any fun or interesting facts about yourself that you'd like to share with our listeners today?
1: Yeah, so um, I think one fun fact about me, or it's a fun, it's a fact that I find fun, Um, I really love podcasts, but like specifically audio dramas. And I've recently have been really fixating on like horror audio dramas. And I think part of why I really like them is that some of them are like surprisingly have like heartfelt moments. And I think I'm just really obsessed with just like kind of pockets of just like really sweet, heartfelt uh kind of character relationship-based moments kind of within the context of of really dark and depressing settings. Um, I think there's something just really beautiful and kind of hopeful about that. And so I think that's why I, I tend to to gravitate to some of those darker things just because they have those little nuggets of gold in them. That's so
0: interesting. I never knew that about you. <laughs> Um, Okay, so my next question. um, Well, Sources of Strength, it focuses on eight different aspects of health, and I'm sure you know them, but just to remind everyone who is listening, um, they are family support, positive friends, mentors, healthy activities, generosity, spirituality, uh, physical health slash medical access, and mental health. And this week we are focusing on the topic mentors. So I was wondering, have there been any mentors in your life in the last year or so? And how has having a mentor
1: impacted you? Uh, um, thank you for your question. Um, I think there has been a handful of mentors that kind of impacted me. Um, and just like specifically at Fox um, I think in terms of professors and like mentorship, Lisa Cleeth is a professor that mm-hmm. comes to mind. Um, I had a, kind of a gen ed course with her freshman year. And then also I took her um, social justice in the Bible course um, my sophomore year. The first interview that I recorded um, for this podcast cause I have like recorded a handful of those um, for Mm -hmm. first time listeners, but um, was actually with her. And I think that's kind of just like evident of the fact that she's someone that I really admire and I really like respect her perspective on things. Um, But also just like on a personal level, like she has been a figure at Fox in terms of staff that I felt like in moments where I needed a staff member that I could trust, that I felt like she was someone that I could trust. I think because of COVID, going from like not really being able to be close with a lot of peers um, right. because of social distancing, and then now this year being on campus when uh, more people are on campus, having in-person classes, I find that a lot of my mentors have been like my peers and have been my friends. And I think I have been able to kind of like utilize that strength of having friends who are kind of walking alongside with me but also have just like a different perspective on things that sometimes like is helpful to have and I think I now that things are more open I've been able to utilize that a little bit more like think of like one or two friends that I have come to like really appreciate their their perspectives on things and I I think it's fun when I'll be stressing about something and they'll be like, Bailey, that's that's a normal thing. <laughs> that's a normal like normal part of life. It's uh, okay for those things to happen and for you to like feel the ways that you feel about them. And it, it kind of gives me a bit of a larger perspective and allows me to, to kind of de-escalate a little moment. I'm like, okay, I can, I can kind of work through these things sometimes. But um, I, I also, I think I really appreciated my freshman year, one or two upperclassmen That when I like started attending events on campus kind of just took me under their wing and made me feel much more I think really boosted my confidence in just trying new things um and and feeling welcome in those spaces on campus I think that was really influential to me.
0: So good I love that answer I love so many different parts of your answer um I liked how you talked about how uh, a lot of your peers have become kind of like a mentor to you. I think it's really interesting because I feel like people don't realize you can be a mentor no matter like whatever age you are, and you can be a mentor to someone that's older than you or younger than you. Um, I just think that's so cool. And you talked about how when you were a freshman, you had a couple of senior mentors. Um, I think that's really helpful when you're like a new college student and you're like, you don't know who to contact, like uh, reach out to, to be a mentor for like your professors yet. Um, So students are like your first choice. And I think that's really, really cool. So moving on to my next question. Um, This semester, our campaign for the podcast is I am stronger, where we take a look at how our strengths have changed as we've grown and become stronger. how has your relationship with your mentors or being a mentor uh, changed as you've grown over this last year?
1: Yeah, I think it's hard to to pinpoint it to like just one specific year, but I think my relationship with mentors just kind of changes as the seasons change. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the people I think that were really strong mentors to me, like my freshman, sophomore year, I aren't as a part of my life in this specific uh, season, but not out of this um, a resentment or like not out of conflict, but I think almost out of this like natural progression of time and just like diff- different circumstances. And I think mentors like just even a like, kind of like a kind of more larger reflection, I think my relationship to mentors has looked quite different kind of like from high school to now as a college student Mm -hmm. um I think in high school I think I had a little bit I think I had more mentors that were specifically staff members Mm -hmm. at my high school and I think that came from I went to a fairly large high school but I would like for example I I was an art student and there was like one specific teacher who I I really liked her classes she taught painting and drawing and that was in terms of electives, I didn't really care of any much of anything else. So I just took those (laughs) classes a ton. Um, I'm pretty sure with the exception of like one uh, elective science class, like all my electives were taught by the same teacher. And I think having going through like three years, um, having the same teacher, the same instructor, really just like builds a bond. And not to say that there hasn't been really great relationships or really good bonds made at fox i just think that was like it just was a very unique experience that i happened to have like in high school of just having a little bit more familiarity so i can i think i i like to joke in high school i said that there was like the holy trinity of like badass female educators so i had like uh an english teacher um i have dyslexia so i was involved with like uh study skills class that was kind of for um people on the with uh neurodivergence type stuff and then uh then my art teacher and I think having kind of like three pillars of just like different facets of my education in high school of women that I felt like I could trust and women that I felt like I could look up to I think was really I think I carried that with me as I like went on to college Um, because those relationships were really meaningful and I think they all in different ways really demonstrated how to just be a person of like integrity and how to be kind to others and how to just live that out through just like different areas of life, um, where I feel like, yeah, at at Fox, I'm not as in contact with all those people anymore just because of time, with the exception of my um, high school English teacher, we're still really close.
0: So good. I think it's really cool how, um, we can establish a relationship with a mentor that kind of lasts for many, many many years or even our whole lifetime. And there are certain mentors that, you know, are meant just for the present moment, just for a short period of time. And I think that both types of mentors are equally important. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so a similar question to that. Um, Are there any aspects of the topic mentors that you believe you are now stronger in, such as like finding the the right mentor or meeting with a mentor on a weekly basis or monthly basis um, or even mentoring someone else?
1: Yeah, I think one thing I really like about this specific campaign that I am stronger campaign is that idea of kind of like growth um and also just grace of recognizing if you're not strong in one area that doesn't necessarily mean that's the case because I think in in this actually like specific um season of life I think there's in many ways that I wish that I was like kind of stronger in these areas I think last year I was a little bit more due diligent about kind of like seeking out mentors Mm -hmm. and I think so I think I kind of did like I don't know that was a a season in time where I put a lot of energy into that and I was something that was really helpful and meaningful to me um and again this year it it has just looked different I don't necessarily know if it's like better or worse it just has looked Mm -hmm. Um, different, where I find that much more of my, like, mentor-type relationships have been with people that I, like, live with in my apartment or, like, with friends and stuff like that. Um, but I, I think one thing that I'm kind of, like, trying to lean into and to learn in regards to this kind of topic of, like, mentors is kind of just acknowledging that it's okay to admit that I need help, Mm -hmm. um, and that I need support, I, I think I'm someone who I often feel self-conscious of, like, I don't want to be, like, a burden to anyone, right, um, so I think kind of just getting over that mental hurdle of, like, there's people that, like, care about you, and there's people who, like, want, um, to help you, and I always want to, I don't, Want to ever like impose in ways that are like maybe this is not the right time or place for me to kind of like uh tell everyone about everything that's going on, but yeah, just and I think a lot of that too comes with just like growing in trust. I can say that like my relationship with like trust has really looked interesting kind of coming out of COVID. Mm-hmm. I feel like I my covid hit like my freshman year so i kind of had like one semester of being very social and i think being just putting myself out there socially and ways that i really hadn't before or hadn't really experienced in high school and then covid happened and it felt like i kind of took a couple social steps backwards Mm -hmm. um and having to kind of like relearn that confidence and relearning that like trust coming out of quarantine um, was a really interesting place to be in where I feel like now I think I have a little, I, that confidence has kind of like come back a little bit more and in that allows for more trust and renter relationships.
0: I love that. Yeah, I you talked about how um, you talked about before reaching out to peers, uh, to be mentors during COVID because, um, it was like easier to reach out to those people because we didn't get to see like professors all the time in person. Um, and there are so many people on campus, um, and off campus that really enjoy meeting with students. And it takes a lot of courage to like step up and like ask for help and ask uh, someone to be your mentor, I think that does take a lot of bravery and courage. Uh, but once you do, it's really worth it. And, you know, we have CAP coaches here on campus, we have uh, academic advisors, uh, our peers, um, there's just so many people. Um, and I think that when you reach out, and for if you reach out to a potential mentor, and it doesn't work, it's totally okay to say you know what this didn't work I'm gonna keep looking for another mentor and like even if you try like five or ten different people um you might find your person in the 11th try of searching for a mentor and that's totally okay
1: Mm -hmm. I think for for those who have experienced like therapy Mm I think that's that's a similar experience that not every therapist is going to be like just the right fit and that's okay right um yeah I think I I really agree with you what you were kind of saying about that it's kind of brave to put yourself out there and I think especially it's hard like when you're in crisis too because I I think oftentimes when you're in crisis it can be almost a knee-jerk reaction to just kind of close off Mm -hmm. Um, and so to be able to kind of like to reach out to others and to acknowledge like, hey, I'm in crisis and like, I need help. But also mentors don't have to be a part of our lives just in crisis. Um, Like even when we're relatively healthy and I I say use relatively loosely, um, mentors can still like be an important part of our our lives as well.
0: Mm -hmm. I completely agree with that, yeah um let's see uh how has having a mentor or being a mentor um in your life like surprised you or impacted you in a way that you didn't really expect in like the last couple of years
1: yeah um I kind of like hinted at this earlier in one of the earlier questions (laughs) but one of the really important mentors in my life was my high school English teacher um Mrs. Groby and one thing that has, I don't necessarily know if it's surprised me, but it's just been like a very like pleasant um, thing that I've really enjoyed in my life is the fact that I've been able to maintain a relationship with her after graduating high school. Mm-hmm. Um, for like context, I am from Newburgh. Um, so pretty, pretty local. I went to Newburgh High. So I I feel pretty fortunate that, um, that I don't, that, there's not that issue of physical distance. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just like once or twice a year, kind of like since graduating, it's, it was kind of tricky during like lockdown and stuff like that, but we still like made Zoom calls, but we have kind of like tried to like keep in touch. Um, and now that things have been more open, we've been able to, to go to Coffee Cottage um, where I've actually run into other people at Fox as I'm like meeting with her. And each time it's just such it's it I just feel so renewed each time I interact with her. She's just someone I really respect, I really admire, and I really um, just appreciate her spirit. And it's it's really fun. I think one thing that's really fun about graduating and getting older is, when your mentors can also become your friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people who are once educators are, are you're now um, having more of this like back and forth with them which is really fun. But in terms of things that have been like really surprising in, in mentors, I, I think I'm someone who, I have a hard time seeing myself as a mentor to others. And maybe there is aspects in my life where I have been and I just haven't like acknowledged that. Or maybe it's like imposter syndrome where I'm like, I don't want to say I am a mentor. Um, But I worked at a summer camp over the summer. That was a seventh week long camp. And I didn't work as a counselor, but I kind of helped plan and lead different activities mostly crafting and stuff like that and through that kind of developed some relationships with like one or two of the campers that I just kind of noticed had for various reasons um they kind of found themselves on the outskirts of like the social circles kind of looking Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. um and so to be able to again, I don't want to, like, overstate my impact, um, but I was, I tried to to be intentional and letting these campers know that they were seen, Mm -hmm. um, and just, like, doing that, trying, like, little, little things each day, being, like, hi, how's your day been, and stuff like that. There was uh, one young camper who I would often, like, this little thing where we would do high fives. And that was my way of just kind of like checking in on him Mm -hmm. um, and kind of building connection. And I think that experience really surprised me because I hadn't really had experience being in like a leadership role for kids before. Um, And I had a lot of um, imposter syndrome about it going into it. And even like as I was doing it, I was like, I don't really know what I'm doing or yeah, what role I really play into this camp. But overall, I look back on that memory uh, really fondly. Um, so I think I kind of surprised myself and in that experience. I
0: love that. I, that's, that sounds like a great camp and a great experience. Um, I, I liked how you kind of like talked about how you stepped into this leadership type role at the camp and you didn't really know what to expect out of that role. And then all of a sudden you find yourself like connecting with younger campers and becoming a mentor without the intention of becoming a mentor in the beginning. I think that's really cool. Thanks. Do you have any closing words of encouragement for our listeners today? Yeah, I think...
1: Honestly, like you gave a lot of words of encouragement. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I think part of finding mentors on campus is also just kind of goes hand in hand with just like trying new things on campus. Mm-hmm. I think there is so much more to get involved in. And I've only acknowledged it's really hard with in the midst of studying, especially now as like, midterm of I mean finals Mm -hmm. approach and stuff like that but there's just so many different clubs and so many different activities um and through that you get to learn other um students on campus um often they're led by like upperclassmen Mm -hmm. um I think a lot of natural just kind of meant like upperclassmen underclassmen type mentor relationships get developed just through those common interests um but then there's also just like different pockets on campus where there's where there's staff and like you said like there's tons of staff who um really like to get to know us and get to know you and really want to like be there and be present i think one thing that i Have really enjoyed is just like asking um, professors if they want to get tea. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't drink coffee, so like tea or coffee. (laughs) Um, And I think yeah, and I think it's a little bit, it's a little intimidating. um, But I think once you kind of like get ah um over that hurdle, I think just like yeah, just ask your professor, if you want to spend more time with them, like ask if you want to like go on a walk in the canyon with them and just like Mm -hmm. things like that, just to get to know them outside of class. Um, And I've even had just like really good experiences with professors just via Zoom um, last year when a lot of them weren't on campus all the time. And so we just have really good discussions on Zoom and those were really meaningful. Um, And I know you have had like a pretty like long lasting uh, kind of mentor relationship with one of your professors and so I'm gonna flip it on you a little bit (laughs) if you don't mind um if you have any like advice uh, about about that
0: yeah sure I can I can share a little bit yeah um well I really connected with one of my academic advisors uh Dr. Kelly Chang some of you may know her. Um, And I think it's been really cool. I've connected with her and met with her since freshman year. And just having someone to meet with on like a month, like once a month, just to check in about um, goals and about my, you know, what courses I'm going to take next semester or next year. Um, And just talking about life and, you know, and faith, having someone to meet with really helps you to, feel, I don't know how to explain that, feel better um, about where you're at in your life and like, I don't know, I think having someone, having like an academic advisor as a mentor um, kind of like pushes you and challenges you and in such a wonderful way because um, they help you to become the person you really want to be. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've had a really positive experience with uh, my academic advisor as a mentor. Yeah.
1: yeah. So yeah, so I think that's, I think those are really good words of encouragement of like take advantage of the advisors that we like have on campus and mm-hmm. take advantage of the spill team, take advantage of the RIC team, of like all of the the professors that are in your department, I think. All wonderful resources and again just think lean into just kind of being a little vulnerable Mm -hmm. and reaching out I think that's the the strongest words of encouragement I could probably give
0: love that thank you so much Bailey thank you so much for being a part of the sources of strength podcast today oh thank you (laughs) bye bye what a wonderful conversation we just had with Bailey on the topic of mentors. I always love speaking with Bailey and I hope you all enjoy listening in today. If you haven't already, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Strong, where you will see updates on new episodes as well as when and where we meet on campus. Thank you for joining us today.